If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. For the fifth year in a row, the Bay Area can claim the most expensive zip code in the nation by $2 million. So Atherton's 94027 in San Mateo County uh, hit a new record median home sales price of $7,475,000, an increase of 7% over the year. So the Bay Area was responsible for 47 of the nation's most expensive zip codes this year. Not surprised at all by this, but if you're wondering about Sonoma County, our median home price is definitely a lot cheaper. Uh, However, much above the national average, our median home price is $769,431. And home prices will continue to get more expensive for years to come. We know this, but here we are. Someday, I know you would like to buy your own home, Amber, here in Sonoma County, and me too, Uh, but it's probably going to take a little bit of time. (laughs) YouTube will no longer let us see how many people hate a video. In a new move, the public won't be able to see how many people smash the thumbs down button. On YouTube, there's a thumbs up option and a thumbs down option, and you can still use that thumbs down option to to dislike content, but only the producer of the video will see it, and YouTube believes the change will better protect its creators from harassment and cyberbullying. Yeah, I totally believe that. Yeah. It makes people feel a lot better about themselves. For sure. There's probably nothing worse than like putting up a video that you're really proud of and then has like 5 million dislikes or something like that. I mean, I guess the creator still sees it and gets that feedback, but it prevents everyone else from yeah. seeing like how hated that video is. <laughs> so if you watch the commercials during uh, Wednesday CMAs, You may have noticed the announcement that Carly Pierce and Gabby Barrett are co-hosting this year's CMA Country Christmas. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. So this year's CMA Christmas special premieres Monday, November 29th at 8 and 7 Central Time on ABC. But there are no other details yet, but uh, just save the date, y'all. From now on, our troubles. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Wake up every day here. Waking you up every morning on Froggy 92.9. You make the call right now. Would you be upset if you were Luke Combs' wife? Maybe some things last forever after all. Luke Combs forgot to thank his wife, Nicole during his Entertainer of the Year acceptance speech at the CMAs on Wednesday. He did make up for it later on an interview backstage. He said, quote, I did forget to thank my wife out there, which, babe, I love you. You know I love you. I don't even have to say it. You know I love you. (laughs) And just want to say, there's no drama between Luke Combs and his wife. We aren't trying to be like TMZ or tabloids that are like, Luke Combs and his wife on the rocks or anything like that. But if this was your relationship, would you be upset? No, I mean, think about it. Luke was probably really overwhelmed and excited. And I mean, you know, we have to think about the people that got us where we are today and the people that hold us up and the people that are our rocks. But uh, it's it's easy to forget when you're up there and you're accepting these prestigious awards and you're thinking about your producers and like the people that helped you write the songs and you know you're thinking about things in a musical like you know mind you're not necessarily 
thinking about your wife in that moment, which, you know, think about it, it is kind of sad when you say it out loud, but I, I don't think so. I don't think any of us here will ever understand the adrenaline that goes through your body when you win CMA Entertainer of the Year. <laughs> right. So for that, I completely understand, but <laughs> I have to be honest, if I was Luke Combs' wife, I'd be a little hurt because... <laughs> A relationship is a partnership, and it should have been the first person to come to mind because when you're in a relationship, that person's your rock. And so even though he says, I don't even have to say it, which is, I think, a really good save on Luke Combs's part, uh, I think I would be a little bit annoyed. I don't think I would, like, divorce someone over it or anything <laughs> extreme like that, but I could see why she, they might have had a little argument on the car ride home. Maybe not, though. Yeah. Maybe not. What do you think? Uh, if this was your relationship, would you be upset? 636-1467. Give us a call. Amber and Tanner in the morning. What would you hate to be allergic to? We asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Tara from Sebastopol says, mushrooms. I'm vegetarian and mushrooms account for about 75% of my diet. They're very hearty mushrooms, so I could see why vegetarians wouldn't want to lose those. But Edward from Santa Rosa says, peanuts. I'm a peanut butter addict. Me too. Sometimes I just go with a spoon and just throw one down. Uh, Jenna from Guerneville says, grass. I know a girl who breaks out in rashes when she steps into grass. That must be horrible. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine. You can't even go outside. Um, <laughs> well, we're asking this because my fiance's mom alerted us this weekend that she just found out that she is allergic to white potatoes. This is my nightmare. <laughs> Potatoes are like my favorite food group. You might as well keep an EpiPen on lock for me if that were the case. If I were allergic to white potatoes because I would still eat them. Yeah, I don't know how she does it. I feel like you'd have to carry around a briefcase. <laughs> she, <laughs> she just told me that uh, she... <laughs> She lost 30 pounds because of this. When she found out because she was allergic. Because of potatoes? Allergic. Yeah, she cut out, like, all potatoes. And think about it. Potatoes are in everything. White potatoes specifically. Yeah. I mean, gosh. And there's and endless possibilities with potatoes. When you're allergic to something, too, that can pack on the weight. Because, uh, I don't know, the body's weird. And that's what I'm finding out. Well, what what is what is your allergy nightmare? I mean, potatoes is for me. What is it for you? I think my nightmare allergy would be to have a meat allergy. Believe it or not, it's a real thing. Yeah. Because no disrespect to vegetarians, by the way, but I don't want to live in a world where I don't have access to, like, tacos, <laughs> to steaks, to hamburgers, hot dogs. Well, luckily, there are meat substitutes. They're just not the same. <laughs> Especially when you grow up eating those. Yeah. You know, I used to be allergic to turkey. Really? I eat that. Yeah, there was, like, a certain type of ingredient that is in turkey meat that I was allergic to. Oh, man. If, if that was Bad me, news. I would just be depressed 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Yeah, I love getting up with coffee and Froggy 92.9. Where did you run out of gas? I have never run out of gas before until yesterday. No? No, never. I've always had a pretty good like feel where my gauge is on my car. Well, it tells you. It does now. <laughs> and here's what's messed up is on my car, it says, you know, you have 100 miles till empty and all that stuff. It said I had 13 miles left. So I figured. Oh, so your car's a liar. It's a big, 
phony liar, my car. <laughs> and so I was on Farmer's Lane going into the Chevron right by the station. I was like, yeah, I should probably go get some gas. And I was on Farmer's Lane. My car just shuts off. And so How embarrassing. I go into panic <laughs> mode, try to throw my car into neutral, hoping I can just kind of coast to the pump. Yeah. I make it about scooted tw- it a little bit yeah. like this. Yeah, I was literally like, come on, come on, we got this. <laughs> patting my dashboard like, we got you this. You can do it. And so it didn't work. Oh, yeah. And so I had to put my car in neutral and try to push it up to the pump. And so I was pushing it up to the pump, no problem. But I forgot there wasn't another person in the car, so nobody can stop my car. And so my car was just rolling, Amber. And so I had to like open my car door back up, James Bond style, jump back in my car, hit the brakes, and at that point, I look out the window, and there was just like 15 people staring at me. Well, someone could have helped. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, next time, you should call your insurance. If you have, like, roadside assistance, they can c- call someone to come get you and put gas in your car for you. I had no idea that was even a possibility. Well, that's what I'm here for, Tanner. I appreciate that. Have you ever ran out of gas before? Yeah. (laughs) When I was in college, I was not paying attention to my gas gauge. I was probably thinking about exams, tests, work, life, you know, things like that. Anything else but gas in my car for some reason. Right. And I ran out of gas after class one day, and a few men actually were really nice and helped me kind of like pull it over out of traffic. And then Cole's brother, my fiance's brother, actually came and put gas in my car for me. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really nice of him. Yeah, so. nobody was helping me. I had, I panicked. <laughs> I had to call somebody. You did something really cool and tried to help yourself. Yeah, well, everyone's looking at me like, look at this idiot. No. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> they probably didn't want to interfere. They were like, uh, yeah. let's, see, let's see what this guy's <laughs> He's doing. Got this. He looks a little frustrated. <laughs> uh, we're talking about gas stories. Susan from Novato has one. I ran out of gas coming out of the drive-thru getting my coffee, but I got my coffee. Um, and now, I, mind you, my gas gauge is messed up, so I try to remember calculations of how much I put in. And when mm-hmm. the gas light comes on, I think in my head, eh, I can still make it a little while. <laughs> so sure enough, right as I was trying to pull out of their drive through it croaked. Oh, no. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. We got another Subway tuna lawsuit. This time, instead of claiming there isn't any real tuna in the chain's tuna sandwich, the suit alleges that there are traces of chicken, pork, and cattle in it. So this lawsuit is the third one that two Californians have filed against Subway. What their beef is with Subway? (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) Claiming that their product isn't 100% tuna. So a judge already ruled that Subway didn't mislead anyone with its tuna. But now the San Franciscans claim that lab testing shows the tuna contains animal proteins, again, such as chicken, pork, and cattle, and not the advertised 100% tuna. So what you're telling me is that I'm getting more for my money? I'm getting tuna. I'm getting chicken, pork, and cattle in it. I kid, but seriously, cross-contamination in a deli? This is just entirely unprecedented. I mean, you cannot get an accurate DNA from processed tuna like this. I'm not a scientist, but I just know it. (laughs) Just trust me on this. No, I understand why, you know, people are doing these further testings on the Subway tuna situation because people do have allergies, religious restrictions, dietary limitations for various, you know, 
several serious medical conditions that are out there. But I knew I know that people do actually care about and want to know what they're eating, what goes into their food. But I am positive that Subway is aware of the potential fallout or damage to the business and profits from not using real tuna. That would be like monumentally larger than just using real tuna. So Angela from Petaluma sent a message. She says, doesn't mayo contain eggs, AKA chicken? Not sure where the pork and cattle are coming from unless it's in chicken or fish feed. Barry from Windsor says, I don't know what's going on, but many years ago after my wife and I parted ways, a Subway sandwich with a bag of chips and a root beer got me through many cold, hungry, lonely nights. Uh, Christina from Santa Rosa says, people, please support local sustainable food practices. Why are people fixated on eating tin tuna? That stuff tastes like edible cardboard. Now, Subway says the plaintiffs have once again tried filing another reckless, improper and meritless while changing their story each time and insists their tuna is high quality, wild caught 100% tuna. So what do you think about all this? What are your thoughts? Let's whine about it. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. So happy that you're back into the studio. Woo, I'm ready. I'm ready to do headline in a haystack. I've been thinking about it for a week. For a week. That's what you've been thinking about all week? Sure. (laughs) Your record is 59 wins, 60 losses. You have a chance right now to tie it all up. All right. Since you returned from Georgia, these are all airport stories. Fun. Here is headline number one. TSA arrested man for attempting to bring rare ostrich and snake eggs on flight. Headline number two. Passengers left baffled after luggage is replaced by crates of frozen fish. And here's headline number three. Chicago flight has emergency landing after man yells he is Jesus repeatedly. Yells he is Jesus. All right. I think the headline is the TSA arrested man for rare ostrich eggs. No! That is not the headline in a haystack, Amber. I swear I read that headline. You want to take another stab at it? Um... Luggages replaced with frozen fish. That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. I didn't win, but I did guess it. You got the pride points, right? At least eventually. So here's the story. Passengers were waiting for their luggage, uh, and they appeared on a conveyor belt at Heathrow Airport on Monday night, and they were left completely dumbstruck after a sea of crates containing frozen fish appeared instead. (laughs) British Airways has since said it was reuniting customers with their bags after realizing, and Amber, you're going to love this, something fishy was going on. (laughs) (laughs) In a statement, the airline apologized and said most passengers on the flight received their bags as normal. Woo! Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. I'm really going to have to explain this because I don't want anyone to think that I'm a bad person. But something happened on the plane on the way to Georgia last week. What happened? Well, 
could happen. I'm, I'm actually, anytime <laughs> I hear like something happened on a plane, my blinkers go off. There were snakes. No, there weren't any snakes. <laughs> I'm but, tired of all these snakes. <laughs> so uh, I ended up in the middle seat because I checked in really late to the flight. And I didn't get to sit with Cole either. So I had to sit in the middle between two people. Uh, there was a woman on my right side and a woman on my left. I had my headphones in and I was listening to um, an audio book. And I saw the lady's like shoulders kind of go up and down to the left of me. And I thought she was laughing. So I was like, whatever, maybe she's like listening to a funny story. She's reading a funny book. Like, okay, that's, that's what I do on airplanes. I laugh maniacally. <laughs> They're like, get this guy off the plane. He's crazy. (laughs) So I thought that's what she was doing. And, you know, time went by. And then I noticed she was taking tissue and like tapping her face with it. And I kind of like looked, just like glanced over and she was crying. Wow. And I was like, do I do something? How long has she been crying? Is it too late? Like, you know, my social anxiety kind of hit me a little bit. Like. I, I didn't like, do I bother her? Is it any of my business? Do I let her know everything's okay? But then eventually she just stopped crying and she was okay. And then right before we landed, she started crying again. Oh man, that's a lot of crying. So she eventually calmed down, but like, what do you do in that situation? Is it any of your business? Do you comfort someone that's crying? What, like, is it a personal thing? Like, what would you want someone to do? I, I really didn't know what to do, so I kind of just. Let her cry. <laughs> I think you did the right thing. I I don't cry in public. I don't think I've ever cried in public before. Really? I don't think so. But if I ever did, I would want to be left alone. Whenever I'm upset, whenever I'm sick, I'm like, leave me alone and let me deal with this. I think you possibly could have made her more uncomfortable by pointing it out. Because she was probably trying to cry quietly or hold it together yeah i figured maybe like a flight attendant would come over if it got like really bad and you know then i i saw her texting people and maybe Mm -hmm. she was just like going to them for comfort yeah i don't know like if you saw a person crying in public you wouldn't do anything about it tanner i don't think i would i think generally when people are upset like that i think they want their space and unless they like Hmm. are extremely extremely words like concerning then I would say something but if someone was just kind of crying next to me I'm going to keep listening to my audiobook if I was you. Weirdly enough that's what I did my fiance says I'm surprised you didn't say anything that that (laughs) seems so unlike you but uh, what would you have done in this situation we want to hear from you. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP 636-1467 Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9 Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9 Today on The Neighbor Dispute we're going to talk to Caroline She's in the Christmas spirit early and Barry Martindale's going to try to be the Grinch Hi, is this Caroline? Yes, it is. Caroline, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. How you doing today? Okay. I understand you bought, you bought your Christmas tree already. Is that correct? Yes. Don't you think it's a little too early? Um, no, I mean, I always buy my Christmas tree around this time. This is sort of a tradition. I like to have it up before Thanksgiving because we have family over. So I like having it in the 
you know, all set up by then. Well, it looks like that tradition's going to have to take a pause for the for this year because did you were you aware that your apartment complex didn't allow real trees? No, I've never seen anything like that in my lease, and I have definitely reviewed my lease. As far as I know, I, I don't know anything about that. Well, it is in your lease, and you must have just not seen it because you were blinded by the Christmas spirit. I mean, I reviewed my lease many times, and I can tell you that I've never seen anything any clause our building. It's I've on, done this for many years. It's on page 11. It's hazardous for your floors and the, the smell sticks around and gets trapped in the walls and the paint on the walls and nobody wants that. I love, are you kidding? I love the smell of a Christmas tree. It's a beautiful smell. Why wouldn't you want that smell in your apartment? It's a great smell. They have candles that smell like Christmas trees. Well, you're also not supposed to have candles. Do you have candles too? Of course. Who doesn't have candles in their apartment? You are just breaking everything in your lease. What do you have to say for yourself? I'm, I'm sorry, but I would love to see what you're looking at because I will look at my copy of my lease. I've looked my lease up inside and out, and I've never seen anything about not being allowed to have a Christmas tree. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. We are going into Amber's Classified Files. What do I mean by this is... I like that. What's that little dance that you just did? Just getting in the in the moment. It's a vibe. Yeah. It's classified, <laughs> yeah. okay? It's mysterious. So, every time I go back home, my grandmother has this memory box that she constantly adds to when she finds things from my childhood or growing up. It's mostly like newspaper clippings and things I did in school. But one thing I found this time around was a piece of paper that said classified on it. Ooh, that's some very, very intriguing stuff from your childhood that if I was in your shoes, I would read that in a heartbeat. I don't care if it's classified. (laughs) I was like, should I open this? What's in here? Shocking. But I opened it up and it was like a diary entry or something like that. And here's what it said. Are you ready? I am so, so ready for this. I had to have been like six years old at the time when I wrote this. I said, you know what? I just don't understand it. Why doesn't Jennifer or Lee want to do anything with me? Now, Jennifer and Lee are my cousins. They're oh, my okay. they're my older cousins. And I said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am just as smart as them, just as pretty, and just as much fun to be around. So why don't they include me in on things? I know they say they do, but they don't. Not girl things. <laughs> I wish I had somebody to talk to that's a girl. Corey and Papa are the only people that will actually listen to me, and they're guys. (laughs) This is breaking my heart. So then it goes on to say, Jennifer's got a boyfriend, and that's all she thinks or talks about. She acts like they're married. There's something about it I just don't like, and I wrote in bold, no, I am not jealous. I think you were jealous. You had you had to bold it out. That means eh, you're probably a little jealous. It, it gets it gets really sad, and it goes on about how I feel left out and how my cousins won't include me in on things. But Man. you know, if you think about it, they were like four, five, six years older than me. Like I was six years old at the time. They were teenagers. Yeah. Why would they want to do anything with me? It makes sense now, but when you were <laughs> that age, you're like, why don't they just want to hang out with me? I don't understand. I was so alone. 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll post the full letter on uh, our Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning if you want to see it. But I don't know if that's as classified as I thought it was going to be. Well, definitely not since all of Sonoma <laughs> County knows it. <laughs> good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. 11% of men who are taking part in No Shave November say their significant other is not thrilled about it (laughs) whatsoever. Really? Apparently not. And I think 11% of those men are men like me who are participating in No Shave November. It is not going great. Believe it or not, Amber, this is the longest I've lasted in No Shave November. (laughs) Taking a peek, how is it? I'm worried about that mustache you got over there. It's bad. It's bad. I'm not going. I'm also going to talk about turn your head this way towards me. Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> that giant gap that you have in your beard. It's like a perfect circle on the side of Tanner's face. It looks like a shaving mistake, right? It looks like you did it on purpose. I did not do this on purpose. <laughs> I promise you. My facial hair looks like a whole bunch of islands in the sea. I am patchy Adams over here. And you want know even sadder is that I got a head start on No Shave November. I started two weeks uh, into October for No Shave November. Okay, so you kind of cheated a little bit. I cheated. That's fine. I cheated. I won't tell anybody. And what's even sadder is as this facial hair is growing out, my girlfriend says she doesn't hate it, but I think she's lying. And she offered to dye my facial hair. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. But why? Just to make it look more present. I suppose. it's pretty dark already. I'm just not genetically blessed with good facial hair. Like, I have back hair. It's not a puberty thing or it's not a lack of manhood thing. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. (laughs) About my back hair. (laughs) I can braid my back hair, everybody. (laughs) Well, okay. I think that maybe you'll get there because my fiance didn't have like a full beard until like his late 20s. Has Cole ever done No Shave November? No. Never? No, he's never done that. But uh, people at my old job did. They were trying to raise money for uh, breast cancer awareness and things like that. That's awesome. Well, no, it's not breast cancer. What is it? Uh, I think prostate cancer. That's the mustache one. Yes. Okay. Yes, that. And it was really gross to see. (laughs) I will say that. It was gross. Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning. On Froggy 92.9. I hope I'm saying this name right, but Conegliano, Italy, is about to lose one of its most famous landmarks. A car parked in the same spot for the last 47 years. So this man (laughs) named Angelo Frigoletti? Frigolenti? Is that? I I think it's Frigolenti. I just didn't say it with the accent. Frigolenti. You have to say it with the hands. Frigolenti. There you go. Uh, would park his 1962 um, car in front of this newsstand that he ran for 40 years with his wife. Uh, they, when they retired, he apparently just left the car park there. <laughs> and luckily, decades later, it's become a treasure for the local residents. And, you know, people post selfies by this car. And it even has an honor on Google Maps, but local authorities unfortunately have to move the car because no. it's causing a no, not the car. No, the car. They have to move the car because of traffic problems. But it's going to be restored and placed in the garden of a nearby school. It's not the same. 
It's not the same. Please leave the car there. I know I have no say in this whatsoever, but I want the car to stay. Well, I I love this local legend. Yeah. And I have local legends from my hometown. Uh, but what about your hometown, Tanner? Or maybe even here in Sonoma County. Yeah. Do you know of a local legend? Puyallup is kind of lame. Puyallup, Washington, where I'm from. We don't really have any local legends. <laughs> but, I mean, we have the Washington State Fair there. But I would say the local legend that I like is all the peanut statues across Santa Rosa. There's like 70-something of them. There's a lot. And when I moved here, I was like, what's the deal with all these peanut <laughs> statues? And then I learned more about Sonoma County and Charles M. Schultz. And yes. so that's my favorite. You know, I, I love that, too. I... I don't really know very many local legends here in Sonoma County. So we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. And you guys would share some really great ones with us. I like that there's someone else named Tanner in Sonoma County. <laughs> Tanner from Sonoma. Shout out to you, Tanner. Said the dancing walking lady in Sonoma. So I actually looked this one up. She has her own Facebook page. You what? can follow. It's a lady that uh, goes for runs around the town of Sonoma, and she's dancing and she's walking, and apparently she makes everyone's day. I love that. That's so cool. Uh, Jim from Sonoma also talked about a woman named Pepper in Santa Rosa. And Lori from Mendocino said the Flamingo Hotel Bird. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is a nice little, I don't want to say statue, but emblem. I don't know. Monument? It's great. Sure. <laughs> does it, I want to know. I bet someone does. Does anyone have the flamingo bird tattooed on their body? I bet there's at least no one way. person. <laughs> You're inside Amber and Tanner's 92.9 minute commercial free workday kickoff. Commercial free country. On Froggy 92.9. And it's a great Welcome to Great Day to Be Alive Friday. We do this every single Friday. It's our way to talk about all the bad stuff that happened to us during the week, baptize ourselves to prepare ourselves for the weekend. And it's a great day to be alive. I'm going to go first? Yeah. All right. Well, I went to the wrong gate during one of our layovers last week, and we almost missed our flight to Denver. <laughs> and it's a great day. What? Flight to Georgia. What is it with the Denver airport? Every time I've gone there, I've had some sort of issue. Yeah, I yeah. don't know what's going on with that place, but I always have a layover there. <laughs> so I spilled cat litter in the parking lot at my apartment complex. My landlord made me clean it up with a broom and Lysol spray, <laughs> and it took me three hours. And it's a great day. Fine sweeping it up. I don't care. I'll do it. But the Lysol, every single piece of it, it didn't even come out all the way. Yeah. Sorry, that, sorry about that, Tanner. It happens. Well, uh, my fiance and I forgot to introduce people to each other during our engagement party last week, and we got a lot of questions and scolded afterwards. What? And it's a great day to be figured people would introduce themselves it's not your responsibility to introduce everyone to Ooh, each other who do topic. i gotta come after amber <laughs> who do i have to come after my grandma i guess all right grandma i'm about to lay down no, i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> so there's construction on my street last night shout out to our construction workers we appreciate you but hearing a drill going to the concrete all night wasn't exactly ideal so i'm tired oh but that's okay you know why <laughs> and it's a great I'm sorry you're tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. All right. Well, uh, I spilled coffee all over myself in front of my dad last week, and he said to me, well, do you need a sippy cup? <laughs> and it's a great 
Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9.